0: Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled. So if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight, turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen thank you so much for downloading and we hope you enjoy the show hello everybody and welcome to another awesome episode of movie guys podcast and tonight we have another TV Netflix released special episode for you guys. We haven't done one since October of last year with Haunted of Hill House. Tonight we're talking about all things Stranger Things. Eric, I never thought in a million years I would know what a Demi Gorgon was until now. How you doing?
1: I crit failed actually just before this podcast, so uh, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Especially for my season one and two knowledge. Uh, Ed, what about you?
2: Well, from up here in the nosebleed sections, I just want to say, uh, don't ever Lego my ego.
0: There you go. So tonight, here we go, everybody. We're not going to do an episode-by-episode breakdown like we did with Haunting of Hill House last year. We're just going to talk about all the seasons overall collectively and getting us hyped because, what, in two years we got season four, which is said to be the last season.
1: The last one.
0: Said to be, they're saying five, but they can't go past four.
1: They can't I, I, go past like
0: three. This is it. No, they gotta stop at three. What I mean, wh- where else can you take the story?
2: Uh, All the, well, the way upside, upside down.
1: down. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. On, this, you. this should be. This is usually part of the hero's journey, man. Where you gotta go to Mordor. You know, like that's that's the conclusion.
0: So now season four is they gotta go. So like they gotta go to upside down. Season yep. four. That's what they have to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, who knows? You might meet uh, some people there who you thought you lost in season three.
0: Yeah, you know, speaking of that, you guys just blew my mind right there. I don't think you you hardly see Upside Down in season three. Maybe for like a second or two, but not like it was in season two at all.
1: For good reason, because the ending of season two was Eleven closing the door. And mm-hmm. the start of this one, we see, obviously, the uh, typical evil Russians at it again,
2: and um, uh, trying um.
1: to, for whatever reason, but, open the portal yet again.
2: Well, we is know why the Russians. Here, I was gonna say, is this proof that we are now living in the upside down with those who have been elected, you know, to federal office? That's what. That's what
1: I them. Anyway, are you, did you just assume that? Trump is a demigorgon.
2: I'm saying that the Russians put him there and they opened up the Upside Down. The Mind
1: Flayer? I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. So, tonight we're talking about everything Stranger Things. We're going to talk majority about Season 3. So, if you have not seen any of these seasons or Season 3, big spoilers ahead. Just go ahead and watch the episodes before you listen to this overall review of Stranger Things. So, you guys may find this interesting. I didn't ever want to watch this show. Ever.
1: Yeah, I, I Not would think interested. for somebody who is such a fan of the 80s genre horror movie, uh, that this would be up your alley. Why did it take you so long? Jordan, why did you, did um, you your things?
0: I would love, and it will never happen, in the 10 years I've done podcasting, I'd love my wife to sit right here next to me and also tell you this story because it's so interesting. When the first season came out, everybody was like, hey, Stranger Things, it's so cool. And I'm like, okay. So I watched the first episode back in 2016 when it first aired and I didn't like it. I was like, I'm not into it. I'm just not going to watch it. Uh, 2018, So last year, I'm like, okay, my wife and I are going to check it out. Maybe this could be our new show, because we finished with Breaking Bad. We're looking for a new show, blah, 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 blah. We watched episode one of season one again, and we both looked at each other and was like, this isn't our thing. We don't like it. We're never going to watch it. Fuck it. I'm working at a factory in Trump, USA, and every single farmer has seen season three and is like, you got to see this. So I'm like, I'm getting all these people telling me you need to see it. So my wife and I did something different. That's why I wanted to tell you guys, see what you yes. guys think of this. Yes. We Tarantino'd this.
1: Did you really do? Where So where did you start?
0: We decided to do something different and we love it. And I got something to add to this in a second. We started with season two, episode one after season two, we went to season one, and then we ended with season three.
1: All right, dude. Mm. If, listen, if it works, it actually might not be a bad way um, to watch it. I'm all right. Actually, now that I'm thinking now, about it more and more, it, it's fallen in line with me. You know, right uh, now, to think start about the that. upside down and then and then come on back. So let's see, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how now, does, what's what's fresher I'm keeping cutting up but what's I mean to having that what's fresh as it starts in season two like take take me there
0: yeah well I mean this is interesting I'm getting my hair cut three days ago and I'm telling the people that are cutting my hair you gotta check this out and they said the same exact thing that I said Hey, we checked out the first episode of season one it wasn't our thing yeah eight different people getting their haircuts a few days ago said the same exact thing that I said. I said start with season two, and I'm going to see them in a few weeks and see what they say. Um, Season two, episode one, got us hooked because the opening of season two was 11 or L in the Upside Down in the school, and my wife and I are like, what the fuck is this? And then she breaks out of the wall, and then she's in the woods. And then to also jump backwards, we're in Pittsburgh, and we get this other girl who does, like, a Mysterio Illusion thing. And then it hits me. I'm like, Jordan, you idiot. Why didn't you see the show before? This is Steven Spielberg and Stephen King having a baby.
1: (laughs) It's actually actually fairly accurate, the way that you put that. But that's more just because I I feel like you could tell a lot of the inspiration for where they're taking from cinematically and putting that into – these these episodes this last season season three i saw just a lot of you know what i mean the, like of the feel of different movies like some body mm-hmm. snatchers maybe uh um what was another uh, uh part um almost like the rat part so like a benjamin thing you know like
0: definitely some Friday the 13th in this too when they're when they're slow walking chasing after nancy in the hospital very michael myers halloween two ish
1: yeah, I, I was, it was really cool to kind of uh, get that feel back into it. And for some reason, like, the, adding that mall to it, the Starcourt Mall, really, you know, it, it's almost like it, it really put you into this this huge culture that was, well, the 80s, right? I mean, you got, like, the fashion yeah. montages and stuff. So you even got, like, the suit 16 stuff part of the 80s as well of this too i think you really did a good job of capturing the spirit of what it was and can i say like the fashion was fresh to fucking death by the way too like i feel like that's fashion coming back by the way too like this some trendsetting shit yeah
0: so i wanted to say that um i agree, but started with season two and tarantino and, and going back to season one and doing this i knew what took place in the 80s but season three is the only season that feels like 80s with the music and in the fashion season one well, and season two didn't seem eighties to me
2: for this season. They actually bought a lot of the props on eBay. I heard that. And they yeah. were, le- they were legitimate. Like they're, they weren't props. They were actual things from the eighties. So that's probably why it felt more real realistic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this was a real mall. This is a real working mall. Mm-hmm. They, they actually bought a section of it and filmed scenes during the day. And, they were on uh, late night. The kids were on late night uh, Tonight Show uh, a week ago, and they were saying how they would film scenes and shoppers would just literally walk through the set and pretend and just go and try to buy an orange Julius, but there was no orange Julius to buy.
1: Oh, so they were yeah, they got fooled by it. Like, but like that'd be weird if you were just walking through the mall just as regular casual customer, and then suddenly like you like you know what I mean? All the clothes mm-hmm. are a bit like. Uh, blast from the past type of thing. If there, if right. I saw a Sam Goody dude, yeah, I would fucking totally walk into one. <laughs> what is a Sam Goody still doing here? Are you serious?
0: Right. Um. To jump into characters, because I don't want this episode to be too long here. A character that I really feel did not uh, – how about this? A character that I feel that got the shortcomings in season three that I was interested in in season two was Billy. I really got interested into Billy. And my rant is, and I want to hear your guys' opinion, Billy was introduced with his sister Max in season two as a dickhead, pretty boy, smoker, weightlifter, just an asshole. Right. At the end of the second to last episode, or the last episode of season two, his dad, we find out his dad is physically and emotionally abusive. And he sheds a tear and he goes out and tries to find his sister. I'm like, oh, this character has weight. I'm interested to see what happens in season three. Maybe he's gonna actually step up. It turns out, spoiler, of course, in the first ten minutes of, se- of, of episode one to season three, he gets infected with the new mind flare in the sewers, and now he is invasion in the body snatchers. I was disappointed in this choice. Were you guys at all disappointed in Billy in this sh- uh, in this season? I don't, I don't say disappointed.
1: You know what? That's uh, it's a Good point that you make, though. But, yeah, I, I kind of would have liked to see more from his arc, whether it be, like, a, a, a recovery or into a darker turn, you know? It doesn't seem like you can mm-hmm. go too many ways with his with his character, but it's still you could still get some serious bends in, in his arc to do so. It seems like he was just kind of cut short. So I don't know. I, I was under the assumption that a lot of these people that were kind of body-snatched in this one are cocooned were almost like a clone type of thing, rather than it being the actual bodies. But yeah, it, interesting. But it looks like they, they were actually the people, and it, it yeah. So a lot of people died. <laughs>
0: a like, lot of people died.
1: Yeah, Castle I'm not Boston. I'm not moving to where the fuck uh, small town Indiana is, or hey, was it Haven Hawkins. Hawkins Hawkins? Yeah, Erie, Indiana. Fuck that. Place. Yo, great show. Great show.
0: Ed, Ed, do you agree or do you differ on my opinion of Billy here? Because before you answer, would it have been better since this is an eight-episode season if, like, episode four he would turn? Should we actually feel bad or what do you no, feel about No, I
2: mean, like, you needed to have a villain outside of it just being the, the mind flare, okay? Like, it needed to be somebody tangible that you've hated for a while. And you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, I'm super happy that Billy is – that he that he got what he deserved. And they – because they intended to give him – and we'll get into this once we start really diving into season three. They give him an actual arc in this season. Outside of just being the Z28 Camaro driving dickhole, he has – I mean, he is overtaken, and he actually saves L. Yeah, last, that was – You know, and he yeah. – I, 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 I will say this, like, once we get into it, like – they didn't even run. Like he saved L, and they dies, and they're all like, "Uh, what are we? What should we do? Uh, why are we? What is, What's going on? Why are we? Why? <laughs> we're, let's just watch this and not run." All
0: right, fine, valid. Yeah. I just, I just kind of was disappointed because of how his character showed vulnerability in season two. At the end, I was expecting more. In um, season two, are my wife's and I? shared the saddest death ever and that was bob god bless bob i miss bob
2: Mm -hmm. yeah oh bob Bob. you didn't make it back back to the shire that time
0: (laughs) time and it was really bad too is that you know like you know like the creators of the show or whoever was filming decided to linger on them eating him a little bit and it's like oh god bob but then we get a a picture of superhero bob on the fridge in the beginning of, of season three here which was nice but, uh, man, Bob. So, Eric and Ed, got a question for both of you guys. Who do you prefer? Season 1's Demi-Gorgon or Season two Demi-Dogs? Eric, I'll go with you first. Which one do you prefer?
1: Oh, Demi-Gorgon for sure, man. Uh, the Demi-Dogs to me, uh, you know what, and as scary of a character or uh, as a villain or enemy monster as it is, it I still couldn't tear away from like the Tremors 2 aspect of it type of thing. Oh. Um I just feel like the demi the gorgon is 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 the is the threat. I I feel like that's uh that's the one. But um the winner is probably season 3 but, but by far man. I can't wait to see what they come up with in season 4, probably the actual big one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I'll go with Ed first before we get back. Ed, how about you? Demi Gorgon or or Demi Dog? Uh
2: specifically if we're only talking about those two, the Demogorgon, I mean, he's like more badass, and he's more like in the shadows. So you're fearing the, 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 the bump in the night kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and yeah. he overtakes one of the, you know, little kids. So, okay. yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's kind of hard to watch because he's, you know, and much like, much like an item from a, from a retail store, uh, Winona Ryder snatches the, uh, the, the, the demogorgon out of her son.
0: Well, because <laughs> I, I started with season, <laughs> uh, because we started with season two, my favorite was the demi dogs because the demi gorgon was in the shadows and he didn't do much. The demi dogs just came out of nowhere and I didn't know that they produced asexually because all we had was. What was his name? Uh, that uh, that 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 Dustin gave him. Uh, um, oh the, God! What was the name? I don't
2: remember. Who?
1: Steve?
0: No, no. Uh, uh, Dustin. Uh, the uh, the the uh, the nerdy one with the hat. Yeah, yeah, I know you're
1: talking um, about the, the his pet. He thing? found.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He found the baby demi dog, and he dart, oh, yeah. dart, dart, dart. dart. And I didn't know – I mean, like, so how was there multiple Demi-Dogs in season two? They never explained it because we only saw Dart. So were there more Demi-Dogs and the Upside Down coming out yeah. or did or did Dart produce asexually well, like they uh, a,
2: Godzilla? They had a World War Z moment at the end of two, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure. That I I mean, wasn't there ah, – well, now we need to go back and watch two.
0: Yep. Now, uh, before we dive 100% into season three, I have one more question. So there's another show that my wife and I liked that we kind of fell out of, and it was uh, American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. And our favorite season was season four, The Freaks. Um, That was our first season that we watched, and we really liked it. And I still say it's the strongest and best season of that show.
2: Asylum, for sure. Yo, hands down, Asylum.
0: I actually agree. Asylum's really great, but just starting out, you know, we say the fricks. Um, I look online online uh, before the review here, and our favorite season is, is not three or one. My wife's favorite season of Stranger Things is two, and that's the least popular. Do you guys agree with that? What's, what's wrong with season two that people didn't like? Because we loved it.
1: Well, everyone started with season one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Valid, but what, what was but <laughs> what, but what was wrong with season two? I mean, it it seemed like a it, it was very good. It was the only season so far that had nine episodes um, instead of eight. What's wrong with it?
1: I, I think with my if I can answer first, I think with my uh, thing is is that it almost it played too much like a sequel. Do you know what I mean? Where it uh-huh. tried to take what worked from season one and play into it again, but differently. So like in the first season, you have this uh, very intuitive and creative moment where uh, Winona Ryder, uh, her character uh, uh, Joyce, is uh, trying to get Will. And she hangs up – she strings the Christmas lights onto the wall. Very, It's a very mm-hmm. famous scene, right? At least now it is. Yep. Uh, um, and she strings them onto the wall and then writes out the alphabet and she has Will communicate electro lee or whatever the hell you want to say uh is able to spell out and, and do so that, i mean pretty cool moment there you know mm-hmm. uh we were already introduced to that and then in season two we got her kind of doing the same thing that she almost did trying to do this i do know thing where she's putting the, the puzzle together the tunnels together you know mm-hmm. so i i think it just played too much like a sequel and i think that's maybe what you, what you probably saw too jordan is that you saw two first and then one and so season one probably played a little bit more like a prequel standard prequel to you right sure 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 we okay. it, it kind of hit the same uh, uh i don't want to say tropes but i mean like that that is one you know where it you know or something's wrong with will you know um kind of that whole thing
0: What about you, Ed? Do you agree that people don't like season two? Are you on that boat?
2: I mean, I liked one better um, than two. But I think three out of all of them is by far the best. So, my opinion. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just 100% agree with what Eric said. The only reason you like it more is because you saw it first.
0: Okay. All right. Fine. I I, I kind of figured that was your guys' response, but... I just enjoyed it. Okay. So uh, again, we're not going to go break scene by scene, but we got to talk about the opening here. Uh, season two was only uh, a, a few, I'm sorry, season two was a year after season one. Season three is only a few months after season two. Season two ended in October, November. This one takes place in March, April, right? No, it takes place in June.
2: Uh, yeah, June. and all June. of a sudden, everybody's balls dropped between... <laughs> between. Well, this
1: is a, right. fireworks, man. It's 4th of July. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. So it's July. Thank you, thank you. So this one takes place in July of 85. The last one took place in October, November of 84. This is straight 80s, and I like where the characters are in this. We got Lucas and Max together. We got Mike, and we got L making out all the time. Finn. And... huh
1: Isn't it Finn? Oh, Finn Wolfhard is the character. Mike Wheeler. Yes.
0: Yeah. And then we got Dustin coming back from Camp Nowhere. I kind of like that reference, which was like this uh, science fiction kind of camp with everybody has girlfriends, but Will. There is a fan theory that the character Will is gay. I'm just curious. What do you guys think of that? I
1: I thought that was all but kind of revealed in in this uh, this season. Yeah, and and then so I, I think that's there was a part where wasn't he like kind of raging in the woods or something like that or in the basement oh, well no yeah God. but he
2: was only all pissed off because his, his boys sort of left him behind
0: yeah but he was you know? saying but he yeah, was but saying
2: yeah see he, 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 here's the thing here's the thing like how you already see the show Big Mouth on Netflix yeah, another know, great show I love it yeah okay there's one of the boys who hasn't hit puberty yet. Like he's the one boy that hasn't hit puberty. Everybody else is out making out with like kissing girls and growing mustaches. He he's just not there yet. So he's it doesn't mean he's gay and even if he was, it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't understand why this is a thing. Like why do
1: why does he why does he have to be? He's just he's a twelve year old boy. I he doesn't he, have to be, but I, I'll tell you what, I have noticed lately that there and this has kind of been pissing me off, is that there seems to be in a lot of TV shows and movies now this almost like a mandatory homosexual character that needs to be in there or some sort of different character that needs to be in there. And I really feel like a lot of uh, studios feel like there needs to be kind of a quota in everything that they put now. And it really uh, – what I'm trying to say is that I have no problem with that, but sometimes I feel like because they need to have a character in there, they make a character who maybe originally would not be or, or maybe a character whose sexuality doesn't really have anything to do with who they are or do this plot line, and they add it in there to make it fit to that. You know what I mean? That's and, a valid point. That's and Whether it be do. Will uh, or whether it be the other character who we can reveal.
0: Yeah, Robin. We find out at the, at the end of the season that Robin does not have a crush on uh, oh, Steve. Steve yeah. She's She actually had a crush on the girl sitting next to him. Uh, but it doesn't bother me at all. And I guess I wanted to make my point clear before we move on about Will. I'm actually on the boat of Eric, that's why I brought the question, if you guys cared, because when I read it, uh, these fan theories, I'm like, well, who gives a shit if he's gay? I don't care. But, you know, when I watched the season, I'm like, OK, he's in um, he's in his uh, warlock robe and he's saying, we don't want girls. We want to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm like, are you guys really trying to do a subtext on a 13, 14 year old kid? about homosexuality. I mean, like that's what I thought they were doing. And I, and I, and I'm at Eric's camp. I don't think it's necessary for the character of Will. I just think it was shoehorned. Go that's why I agree won't.
1: with that on this one. I like your reasoning better at. Uh,
0: well, thank okay. you. And well, I'll that, one? That
1: Will is still a, still a child, you know, like uh-huh. he, he's still afraid almost to, uh, to grow up. We could even say that because of the mind flare, it's, it's stunting growth. Yeah. Oh, there we I, go. I would imagine
2: that's a big part of it too. Like, I mean, that's, that's a really voice? rough time. The mind oh.
1: player has him by the balls.
2: Oh. oh, you know, like that's a really rough time. Right. I mean, each, every one of us remember that time in our lives. I don't know what the hell was going on. I mean, I, I, it's, I don't, I don't know why, like, why, why does he have to be gay? Why does he have to be straight? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Doesn't. Just, doesn't. We're looking at it from 2019. In 1985, not that there weren't. But, like, it wasn't the thing. Like, you didn't have to pick where you wanted to identify or who you wanted to be. You just grew up and became who you became. Now yeah. you have, you there have was to a put yourself
1: moment away. That he had, and I, that's where I literally – I actually thought to myself, like, oh, this is his reveal. But this could be alluding to something more. What if he um kind of uh, – what if he goes supernatural kind of like like L does? That would be a pretty cool thing.
0: Or what if he goes psycho-killer?
1: Ooh, what if what if he is season four? Yeah.
0: What if Will is um the player this entire time? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, what if what if Will becomes L's Lex Luger? Uh, Lex Lex Luther. Sorry. What if he becomes that? Becomes the Joker? You know, where it just overtakes him completely. That that could be interesting. Well,
1: if that's the case, then make- they have to do a season five. Uh, I mean, as long as it'll make season, season four uh, it, it, the defeat of him, some love conquers all bullshit. I, I, uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore.
0: So my favorite character in this whole series has been Hopper and I have related to Hopper a lot, but not as much as season three, the opening of season three and the first couple episodes of, of, of the season uh, he's all about protecting Elle and getting boys away from her, and the door has to be cracked open three inches so I can see. His reaction to raising L. I can see it being my reaction to my daughter. So <laughs> I enjoyed his character. I know that there are some actresses in Hollywood that went to Twitter recently that completely disagree with me and say that he's a male chauvinist. Have you guys seen this? No. Um. Have you guys seen uh Westworld? Uh, that main chick in Westworld. Yeah, What's mm-hmm. her name? It's
1: a tie-dad. Oh, uh, Rachel. Uh, Rachel.
0: You know I'm in, talking.
1: Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just three names.
0: Yeah. She went Rachel to Twitter. That's Rachel. It. Rachel Evan Wood. She went to Twitter. You guys can look it up, and said, "I'm paraphrasing, but in so many words." That this whole season is Hopper being a uh, being a male chauvinist. He was forcing himself on Joyce, who was Will's mother. He was being an overprotective father. He's just a bad man. Here's, and the, I her here's why I cannot agree.
2: Her point is irrelevant because she posts on social media constantly about a previous abusive relationship that she's been in. So her point is very skewed and very anti-men. No pun, you know, no hurt. I mean, I feel sorry for every woman that's ever been through that. And male men who do those those things to women absolutely deserve to be turned over in jail and, you know, taken care of in in a lot of ways. But my point to that is, like, I dads with daughters don't necessarily know how to take that step back. And Hopper essentially adopted L at 12 at 10, 11, right? Like he didn't want to be a dad. He, he, he. it's, ir- he was still, that point he, was is he just, he didn't know what to do. He fell, he fell in love in a fatherly way to a girl. And then at the end of the season, he basically says, look, I, I didn't know how to do this. I'm sorry, but you're, I love you beyond more than I can ever imagine by me putting egos out there for, for you. Just Crack the fucking door, please.
1: Right. It was a. It was. It was a cute ending. I again, like the theory, because she then moves in. Essentially, I I, you can say move in Mm -hmm. with Joyce, Will, and uh, Jonathan. And I mean, that might be the transfer of power. She's losing her powers right now. At the end, she's losing it. Yeah. So this could be (laughs) this gain of someone. You know, her loss of someone else's gain.
0: Um, I'm going to be um, just a stereotypical guy right now for a second. Uh, my crush is Nancy, my lord. I, I, If I was 16 years old, I would have her posters on my wall and Britney, <laughs> and, and Britney Spears who? Those eyes that she is a beautiful uh,
1: woman. I, don't think, I think you're missing something even better this season, buddy. I'm talking about Mrs. Wheeler. You know what I'm talking about? God, she, Wheeler? She, she
2: tries to, where she tries to bang Billy, and she like, she's
1: going to go do it, and then she changes her mind. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Mrs. Wheeler? Ms. Really? Wheeler? Karen Wheeler looks like oh yeah, buddy.
2: Dude, and she yeah. by the way she's she's 24 in real life, so you're good. You don't have to call her little girl.
1: I, I'm telling you, right who is 24? Uh, Natalia, Natalia Dyer,
2: Dwyer, Nancy. Yes. Nancy, yeah, she's
1: 24. Man, fuck that. Tell me how old Karen
2: is. Well, I guess we are closer to Karen's age than...
0: No, than we're her. not. Mrs. Wheeler looks like a motorcycle chick with, with a bad tan and wrinkles. Give me Nancy. Which is kind of hot stuff. It's not hot. Nancy is gorgeous. Her hair, that purple dress that she had this season, those eyes. Oh, my good Lord. Nancy is, oh, whew, she's beautiful.
2: <laughs> well, you Which, know It's kind of creepy because she does play a, a 16, 17-year-old girl. She
0: doesn't. She graduated high school in between season two and three, so she is 18 years old with Still Jonathan. Still it's creepy. not creepy. It's Making me legal. extremely
2: uncomfortable. Move on.
0: I don't care if you're <laughs> uncomfortable because let's talk about the most ugliest man in this whole thing, and that's Jonathan. What is Nancy doing with the Jonathan? This man um, is ugly. She likes
1: nice guys. He's a nice guy, Dick.
0: He's an ugly man. Are you saying? So in
1: real, are you saying in real life? Are you trying to get with that or, hmm? or? Are you saying in real life or in the show?
0: Well, they're actually together in real life too. Yeah.
1: yeah. By the way, he was also busted with coke at the airport. So. Jonathan, <laughs> the guy really? who
0: played Jonathan, was busted with coke.
1: Yeah, and he's and he's also English.
0: So is Nance The girl plays Nancy. Is she English or she? English, she, she, I don't she don't American. know, American.
1: She might be on that Coke diet. It's pretty skinny.
0: Wow. So when did this? When did he get busted for Coke?
1: It was last year? Was that season two or something like that? Or was it before season three?
0: No wonder why he looks strong out on this season. He looks He's terrible. a standing on this character,
1: season. man. What are we talking about?
0: I, I, I guess so. How do you guys feel
2: about? Uh, hey. Oh, I am, getting... now I know why you like her. By the way, Jordan. Mm. So you remember from The Sopranos? You um, remember uh, Chris Moltisanti's wife slash no. widow? No. Nope. Okay. Well, I never Nancy, watched The
0: Sopranos. Nancy
2: Wheeler is Chris Moltisanti's widow. She was smoking hot in, in at that point. Actually, yeah, that was Eric. I'm sorry. Wrong person. Yeah,
1: I know you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say I think I know what you're talking about, but,
0: mm. uh, I don't... Um. So let's also talk about uh, Joyce. Uh, uh, who, uh, who's played uh, Winona Ryder. Hey, remember when she stole something? Uh, her career has come back. She's really good in this season.
1: Yeah. She's she's, she's really she's good. A, she's a good actress. She always has been.
0: Well, I mean, Alien Resurrection.
1: What's that uh, on the bambi on? Most good. It would be most good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, writer. Ryder, um, I did not like her in season one at all. She, I mean, I I, I understand why, but she spent all seven out of the eight episodes just crying constantly, and I just could not get invested, but I, I, I like how much she's grown. Um, let's talk about my second favorite character in this, and that's the guy who speaks Russian, who's also American, with the beard. The creepy conspiracy guy, he's like one of my favorites.
1: Uh, I, I was just looking right now. At Winona, I forgot that she was in Lucas.
2: Didn't didn't Nancy and what's his name like meet him in season one or season two? Season two. They don't, and then they don't acknowledge him when they finally see him once again in the mall. It's like, wait a minute, how are you? How did this? Like, they don't even they don't even acknowledge the fact that they know each other.
0: I, I don't think it was necessary.
2: I um, would have liked to have seen some. Hey, uh, you know, just. What do
0: you how, how ironic is this? I just would have liked to have seen something. Um, so this monster in season three. Let's 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 go ahead and give a big chunk about that. Is this okay? So at the end of season two, Winota Ryder turns on a bunch of heat lamps and gets the smoke monster, which I'm assuming is the mind flare out of her son. It flies away in a cloud. And then in this season, we find out that it is. Laying on the floor of a sewer, Billy gets attracted to it and gets infected, whatever. Um, so this creature is this the shadow monster in flesh form? Is this the mind flare? Or is this not the mind flare?
1: This is this is mind flare.
0: So Will, Will
1: says it, right? It says it's mind flare. It's mind flare. That's
0: what I'm asking. He says it, but is it? Because the shadow monster in season two was that the mind flare,
1: that that big old fucking thing,
0: the big shadow monster that infected him and upside down in season two was that the mind flare. Yeah,
1: Flayer? that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. fucking you know the main
0: the main baddie right there. That's that's the one okay. that's uh,
1: the main antagonist here. I think that what had happened is that uh, when they closed off the gate, that something had been left here, and what we got was the mind flares attempt to resurrect himself Mm -hmm. or itself or version 1.0, 2.0, season 3.0, whatever you want to call it.
2: Here's, here's by the way, another thing that a friend of the show just pointed out to me. Uh, Didn't, didn't L have a sister that they just never talk about during this season?
0: That was season two. It was not a sister. She was another kid that was uh, kidnapped and experimented on. And she was the girl uh, that got her to control her powers in okay. season two, and then that was it. Like you know, like you know, like you know, like her character was was done. Her purpose was to control, to have Elk control her powers, okay. and that was it. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. So this is the mind flare. So the mind flares goal in this is to destroy mankind. Got it. So its job is to affect a host, the main host, let's say Billy, the head vampire, right? And his job is to go around and, to a f- and then bring other people to the Mind Flare so the Mind Flare could infect them so they could affect more people or to do his bidding or column A, column B? I,
1: I, I think there was, like, the recruiting of, of Flesh... So that he could, you know what I mean, the flesh had sacrifice so that he could build mm-hmm. up and make a new body because it was like what was the final count? Like thirty three or something like that?
2: He needed to become the uh the fifty foot blob so he could attack the city. There yeah, we, go. we got
1: to, there you go. There's a blob there was a good blob references mm-hmm. in this movie too. That was I actually cool. made
0: that yeah, comment about the blob. So then they get uh, but but when you get introduced to an old lady who says, you know, these rats are going crazy. Do they explain or did I miss it? why are people eating chemicals fertilizer what's the reason for
2: that i don't know I'm, i didn't i didn't know that they why they had maybe i don't know that they explained it but it was just a reason to connect to everybody i guess I don't,
0: I they needed you. a reason to explain it if they didn't because it makes no sense i don't know why it. they did i don't know why i don't know why i could have missed it eric do you know because that makes no sense if they don't explain it
1: yeah, I I don't know that they're just bugging out or that they were just trying to kill them or what?
0: Doesn't make sense. And and actually that's where I call bullshit because it's like if you're gonna say that you know that the rats eat these chemicals and fertilizers, the old woman was caught literally eating fertilizer, and then we go to the head of the newspaper's house, and there are carpet cleaners and chemicals all over household cleaners, and they're and they're consuming this what is the point
2: maybe it's just meant to you're not supposed to know specifically but maybe it's to break maybe these are the things that break down your cells
1: yeah maybe actually, your bones maybe i, I don't know maybe to, to, to kill them or turn them into the blob or something
0: interesting because i just really wished it was more explained Ah, uh, the mayor of this show correct me if i'm wrong is the mayor of the show uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights?
2: Yes, it, yes, it is.
0: That's what I thought because I was like, "Hey, that's the guy from Robin Hood Men Carey, in Tights and uh, Carey, and Saw." Uh,
1: what's it, Carrie, Carrie 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 Ulls.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, Princess Bride, baby. Dread Pirate Roberts. Um, sorry, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: But he was also in Men in Tights too, right? Yeah, he was uh,
1: uh, Robin Hood.
0: Okay, thank you. He was fun in this. Um, he was a very good stereotypical 80s Gordon gecko slimy bad guy. I really, really liked him in this. Um, another thing we haven't talked about is the Russians. So let's let's just talk about this bullshit for a minute. Um so do the Russians build the mall as a front? Is that what they're saying?
1: Basically. Yeah, pretty much.
0: How long have they been here? Because those tunnels are deep. Like uh, how long have they been here? The whole time?
1: I Yeah, but well, it had to have been within a few years, right? Like
0: those tunnels are severe. That elevators ridiculous.
1: Uh yeah, they don't they didn't fuck around, but you know, they had the full force of the Russian government then. I think it was... What Do we know what year it was? Was it pre-Chernobyl? I,
0: this was nineteen eighty. <laughs> what, what was Chernobyl? Was that 86? Was Chernobyl? Yeah. Chernobyl was yeah. 86?
2: You know what? There was a
1: lot of Chernobyl-like references here, weren't there? Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh. Close to it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, the Russians are also the bad guys. The Russians had a gate in Russia. They failed. They come to America because of what happened in season one and season two. So now they're going to have the same machine open the gate because I'm assuming they either A, want to destroy America or B, they want to release the evil so they can control the world. I'm choosing the latter. That's what I think they're trying to do. Um... I don't like the Russians in this. I really wish the Russians were not in this. You
1: didn't like Alex, Alexei, or Alexei.
0: Okay, Smirnoff, Smirnoff was fun. Smirnoff was fun. I just, I just didn't like them being bad guys because it was too improbable in this kind of story. If that makes sense, too impossible. I know that sounds crazy with monsters and other dimensions. But it's just, it was just so out of left field. It didn't feel like that they deserved that point. Would have been better at the end of season three. We find out, you know, that the Russians are digging underneath them all. And then boom, season four, this is their base. That would make more sense. It's like, so the Russians were here the whole time. Uh we get the Terminator. This guy's straight Terminator, Hunting <laughs> Hopper. Yeah. This guy's 100%. I was waiting for the dun, 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 music. I mean, like, this guy was brutal. I really enjoyed him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't talk much about Steve and Robin, who, if I was Steve, I would be like, hey, am I going to get out of this chicken shit outfit, like Hudson said in Aliens? Because he was in this thing the whole time. Yeah. The whole time.
1: Uh, that, that dynamic with with those four, Uh, it was Elisa... Uh, Dustin, Robin, and and Steve, I, uh, they could have their own show. They yeah, really could. They they did a really good job. Um, they kept it fresh. It, we had a lot of good new characters that that mm-hmm. really uh, that really helped out, and it this this worked. They they did a lot of good. Like they they kept what what made it so so family friendly was like that it's innocent. You know, kids are are, are getting together and, and kind of beating the adults type of thing. Mm. Or, in this case, a supernatural monster.
0: I'm actually going to go with you on that one. Um, The Steve and, and, and Robin storyline definitely felt more kids against adults compared to – it was more of a lighter fare, which I also kind of smile in saying that because there's a pseudo-torture scene with them, but, you know – I, it it was, it was, it was more fun. Um, the weakest character out of the original kids, uh, it's either Dustin or, or, uh, Lucas in, in, in this season. Uh, Lucas is pretty weak in this season. He doesn't do too much. I, I, I'm I'm not really liking Lucas. What what about you guys? You guys have, you know, like who's the weakest kid out of the originals here? Eric, how about you? Ed, you are the the weakest link. You, why did you, wow, I'm going to smack you.
1: Um, I didn't like Mike too much this this season. I think he didn't really do a whole lot besides be L's fifth element type of thing. I – it just –
0: Nice. Mike, that's interesting.
1: I I, I just didn't – like, if he's supposed to be this headlining character, I I don't know. Like, Dustin brought a lot of the science stuff, and he – and Steve brings, like, the typical kind of uh, – 80s teen that's gonna save the day, type of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that whole crew kind of just was that it almost played like a game, and that's why it works so well with them. The other people just seem like they're going around and having teenage drama, and they're just pretty much using Eleven for her ability. And this chick is just squirting leaders out of her nose for the (laughs) you know, for their you know, that's just Eric.
0: Eric, I'm sorry, can I interrupt you? Because my wife and I asked this question last night. Did they, did we miss it? And then I'll shut up. Did they explain why she bleeds from her nose when she uses her powers?
1: I don't, don't think they did. I don't, if they okay. did, then I, then I missed it. I can only assume that it's, I don't know, something mental, right? I mean.
0: Okay, I I'm sorry. Go start. on. Go on.
1: Uh, but, uh, yeah, besides uh, maybe doing some of the Billy drama where they all three of those kids had to worked together in, like, the locker room. Um, or the running around the mall part, and something like that. Like I, I don't, I don't know. He didn't really do a whole lot. Lucas has always been like kind of like this, this, this the, the negative part, you know, like the overly cautious kind of Jiminy Cricket type character. You mm. know? Uh, uh, or this one, he just kind of, I, I don't know, plays. I, I don't know. it it's same, same character characters. What I'm trying to say, but I, I don't know. I, did, I just didn't see it with Mike this season, but it, it's fine because. All of the main cast, they were used. They should have been either secondary or completed their arc, which they did, uh, um, or for the most part, because this season was all about the new characters or the characters who didn't get enough in one and two.
0: Ed, what about you? Is there a weak character of the original kids for you?
1: No, I mean, each one,
2: each one had their their own thing. I mean. I, couldn't, I wouldn't want to call it any of them weak. I mean, they just all did their own thing this season. Like, previously they were all together, and they didn't get together until the, the next second to last episode in this season. So they all just – they had their own strengths. They were all doing their own thing.
0: Um, I think the strongest character in this season, uh, just, just overall as a character, Nancy or uh, – Nancy or Steve, are my two favorite parts in this movie because I'm just gonna uh, again I've, I've done this now. This is the third time in this episode. Um, one of our friends of the show, Ryan, uh, who's been a buddy for a long time as well, he said you're gonna love season three because Nancy turns into Ripley, and he was not wrong. <laughs> Nancy straight up turned into Ripley, and I was waiting for the Ripley moment, and I got my fucking Ripley moment. So I'm like, this girl's my girl. So, uh, Nancy was just a badass, dude. Fucking love Nancy. Eric, was there a character that just stood out to you that you just fucking loved? Or? Steve.
1: Steve flat mm. out. This was his This was his season. I, I Steve, like his, good his job. character. He is almost completely different from what we saw in season one. And right? I, I, and I, yeah, I think it's perfect. I love Robin, how she's yeah. like the perfect counter. To, to and she's almost. cute. Yeah, Robin's yeah, so, great. Yeah, she's 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 cute too to, to boot. She's got a brain, mm-hmm. so she can kind of pick it together. She fits in real well with the with the team. I like that Dustin just kind of uh, here's here's the thing though. She did lead him fucking on, by the way. Like she did lead him on. She sure did. Yeah. yeah so she let let, him let's on. be honest, let's be honest there. Like, even though she confessed it later on, but she, she fucking let him on.
0: Season four, uh, she's okay. bisexual?
1: I um we'll see. But we'll, uh, see. well, we'll see. Maybe that maybe his hair, Steve's hair gets longer, and they can do some gender thing. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, his is completely awesome. He played like typical asshole jock in season one, a step up, and now he is like this this character. That that line where uh, uh, Robin was just like, "How many you know friends with children do you have, or how many you know how yeah. many kid friends do you have, or something like that?" Oh, that was, that Eric,
0: was great. Eric, I'm going to totally agree with you. Uh, you just made total sense to me. This was Steve's season.
2: Yeah, it was good.
0: Steve was. Steve was great in this. Ed, how about you? Do you have what you feel was the strongest character?
2: My, I mean, Dustin, you know, it takes a lot of balls to go in front of everybody that you know and sing the NeverEnding story, story theme song. yeah.
0: yeah. And especially with Never Ending Story in the history of Movie Guys podcast, when we yep. interviewed a childlike princess, I yep. couldn't help the smile.
2: Oh, I, as, soon as, as soon as it started, I was like, is that, is that the never ending story? And it wasn't until like you heard the music start that it was like, it, it fucking is. It really is. And I laughed out loud. I mean, I don't typically laugh out loud for long extended periods of time for TV shows. I did for this one. Hands down. Nice. Nice.
0: Um, All right, so let's get into the end of the overall here with it. Uh, Big spoiler here. Uh, Of course, I'm sure that you guys agree with me on this one. Um, Hopper and Joyce has to destroy the beam. I'm just going to call it the beam to close the portal. But if she turns the keys, everything will disintegrate. Hopper was disintegrated. But then in the mid-scene credits... Um, they're in a Russian prison, and they're going to open up a cell, and the guy says in Russian, no, not the American. Hopper's not dead. The American is Hopper,
1: right?
2: Either that or
0: the guy that speaks Russian. No, it's Hopper.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah, well, we'll yeah, we'll see. I mean, no body, no death, but still.
0: Yeah, no body, no death. Eric is the one that made that famous with Movie Guys podcast. There's no body, Nobody, there's no, no death. No death. No death.
2: And so, he's, he's not announced. He's not announced for season four. So.
0: Well, they won't do that because then they'll totally fuck themselves. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just they'll,
1: uh, they'll far from home it.
0: Yeah. yeah. They're totally far from home it and, and be like, what? They're not going to say anything about Hopper. So, okay. We're going to give this season three a review. We're going to do things a little bit different because I'm going to go with what you guys said. We're going to give this a one out of three, okay? But a one is you're going to give this season a Demi-Dog. A two, a Demi-Gorgon. And a three, a Mind Flare. What do you give this season? So, Eric, I'm going to go with you like we always do first. What would you give Stranger Things three?
1: This this may have been... My, my favorite season just because it had a little bit more action than I wanted it to. you had all the different story plot lines that were going together too everything just kind of just worked. I, I really enjoyed uh, this season. There were maybe a few things that would have maybe uh, acted on or changed but uh, for the most part um, it just kind of worked. Uh, a few things though like there's a part where some of the characters are like questioning the weird things and it's just like bitch this is season three did you not like this happen, other two things happened a real short time ago like a few years ago it should still be fresh it should still be uh it's a rocketing and reeling this through from this town right now uh especially because you had kids missing still like how can you just be so quick to pass off some weird shit that happened in your town it's like you should be used to it by now anyway Uh, That being said, this is a mind player season. It hit a lot of nostalgia for me. That's kind of what I'm basing this off of. It just worked out real well. A a fight at the mall like that at the end just seemed to be kind of like, I don't know, it's like like a like again like a kids play playground game. You know what I mean? Like it just Mm -hmm. fight the monster at the end, and it just it was just cool. I, I liked the lightheartedness of the season. A lot of comedy. They're doing it really well. It worked out. um, some of the enemy parts, I was just like, well, that's kind of dumb because what if – why are they doing – anyway, but it's just – I'm having a good time with it, Mind Flare, all the way.
0: Ed, how about you? What would you give Stranger Things 3?
2: 100% Mind Flare. I mean, it's the, it's, it's the best, most intense season uh, thus far. Uh, I really do hope that they do a season four. I don't know if they have or haven't announced it yet specifically, but I, I would think that they would. And I again, Netflix has a hit on their hands with, with this show, man. Like, it's just it's something else, it's, it's absolutely fantastic in every way. So,
0: Mind Flare, uh, Mind Flare, uh, across the board. I do not agree with anybody online that says that season two is weaker. I think all three seasons are pretty solid, and that is rare in a TV show. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all times. Uh, all-time is Friends and How I Met Your Mother, and even they had pretty sh- shitty seasons. I mean, this has so far gone pretty well. And, and speaking of that, real quick, can I just ask you guys a question or make a statement, I guess, more likely? Friends Shows like Friends and How I Met Your Mother had like 22, 23. The most episodes ever was season seven of Friends, and that had 26 episodes in the season. I hate that shit. I like the new wave. Like, eight, nine episodes. That's good, because every episode matters.
1: It's UK. UK have rules right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how they do it over there?
1: UK usually has uh, generally anywhere uh, from six to eight per season, if not less because of miniseries or something like that, too. But it depends. Sometimes they'll do specials just because, you know, like Sherlock Holmes. Like Sherlock, like they'll, they'll mm-hmm. have specials because those are hour and a half. Or uh, Luther. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. a fantastic one. Um, sometimes they'll have like one or uh, two episodes once uh, one season, four episodes in another season. It just, I, I don't know what they want to, they're being gotcha. different over there.
0: Well, I enjoy it, and I'm really excited for season four. I'm so glad my wife and I, Tarantino, this. If you haven't seen Stranger Things and you listened to this whole episode and we spoiled it for you, eh, I'm going to say go with season two first and then one and three. It's fun. It's just, it's just kind of fun to see it backwards like that. So uh, we want to say thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Next week, we'll be coming back with another Disney live-action movie with Lion King. I cannot wait to review the movie where they sing the song, Can You Feel the Love Tonight in the Afternoon? <laughs> It'll be interesting to... Interesting to see that. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode. Make sure to check us out on Spotify and iHeartRadio, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on every social media you can think of, and also movieguyspodcast.com. Thank you so much, and we'll be back next week for Lion King 2019 Remake. Take care.